Buenos Snatchers, amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, a podcast where a group of guys share music with each other, uh, one at a time. Uh, I'm your man with no plan. I'm Petey Rave. Here with me, of course, is the crew, the squad, the team. We've got Brett. It, it, it's the power of love. Wait, wrong album. Yeah. We've got Drew. Squaggles. Yes, and we've got Patrick. Now it's time for the news. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we are here to talk about music. We're here to talk about a particular band and album. Uh, the album is provided by Brett. Brett, what do you got for us this week? Okay, we'll cut to the chase here. We're, we're listening to Huey Lewis and the News album Sports. You know them, you love them, you've heard it a million times, but we're going to actually cut through the album, uh, which it has been a long time since I've been to the B-side of that cassette tape. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is an interesting album to, to talk about, uh, an interesting nut to crack. Uh, Drew, what were your expectations coming into this album? Hey, everybody. Have you heard the news? <laughs> Most of you have. Um, it, it's something <laughs> no. I like that I can make it, Brett, for all those audio listeners, Brett just went off screen. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dumb. I'm an idiot. Um, but so it's something that I was familiar with. It's the band, uh, fronted by Huey Lewis has had 19 chart-topping singles. You're familiar with the band. Um, a lot of the songs that you probably know, not all of them, mind you, but a lot of them are on this record. Um, there is a B-side. It is small, I would say, comparatively, but it is there. So I was excited to get this one off the list. Uh, Patrick, what were your expectations coming into this album? Uh, so after joking about this album for the past two so two or so years, uh, we're finally here, and I'm I'm I can't say I'm not excited because, as Drew said, uh, we've all heard our fair share of Huey Lewis if you've ever listened to popular radio or existed in the late '80s or early '90s. Um, so this was one of those records where I'd probably heard half the songs before, but uh, there were a few new ones for me, and I was looking forward to uh, exploring it. Yes. Um. This uh this album has finally found a home on our podcast. Uh, yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, this is a very interesting album to talk about. Uh very timely album to talk about. Uh Brett. <laughs> uh, yes. Of its time. Uh Brett, what would you how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes and elements to to cut, that caught your caught your attention? Well, this is uh, an album that has probably the most notable and noteworthy use of rock and roll saxophone that you will find in rock and roll music, and also uh, is integral to uh, the some of the hits have uh, are are very saxophone solo heavy. Um, also, you get some harmonica by by the man himself, uh, but uh, there there's something very very polished and tight about this album. Uh, it, it's obviously put together by skilled musicians. We have heard these musicians before, some of them, 
um, in previous uh, incarnations, uh, and they're obviously skilled at what they do. But the thing about this album that always stands out for me is how it sounds like it would be fun to play these songs with all one million people who are playing all one million instruments. Like, to be that guy pounding on that synthesizer, you know, it had to be a good time. But uh, other than that, I mean, there's some really great guitar work. There's some guitar tone that's like, you know, the the uh, for on, on a certain songs, I will I will be able to dial down a little bit more into the tone. But there uh, there is a lot of really minimalist guitar like, you know, let, let's just boodle deedle do in the middle between these two lines of uh, of lyrics. But, uh, um, you know, the, the the song writing is probably what this album is really the, the foundation, the core of it. And I'm not much of a lyrics guy, but there are some really f- great turn of phrases, turns of phrase, if you will. Um, and, and it's done in a very different, like the way that Huey Lewis vocalizes is, is, is unlike anyone else. You hear Mr. Lewis, uh, you know, you're listening to Mr. Lewis. Yes. Uh, that is for sure. Uh, Drew, how would you des- describe this album musically? What would be th- the themes and elements got your attention? Well, the weird thing about this album to me is how <sighs> at once it sounds super dated. And yet I feel like if it came on the radio at like, I actually mentioned this in one of my, um, in one of the songs specifically, but if something came on the radio at an amusement park now, like if, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes total sense. It is something that is approachable and really just fun and lighthearted. It's, it's a popcorn sort of album in a way. Um, but at the same time, the, this album is polished to a mirror shine. Um, in a way that's kind of crazy uh, in ways. It's something that the composition of the actual music is like it's a formula just to be an earworm, just to be humming along, tapping your foot, whatever. There's bits of blues, bits of soul, but like it's a lot of pop and like not like, pop like that weird like manufactured in a boardroom pop this is just pop music it's just music that just pops up it's fun like i said 19 top 10 tracks in the billboard top 100 you, you know how to make a song that makes people happy if you've gotten that many it's it's something that that part of it is a lot of what this is, in my opinion. Um, you also have musicianship that just goes beyond, like, yes, they're earworms, and yes, it's that sort of polish, and it's that sort of pop music, but, like, the sax alone is worth the price of entry in this album, in my opinion. Like, there's there's some horn playing on this album that is absolutely fantastic. And sitting back with it just... I'm hard-pressed to know anybody that could not have a smile on their face. The one thing I will say is that it feels a bit 
in the lyrics wise feels a bit schizophrenic sometimes because there was a I remember like today when I was listening to it at work which I made the ARA I was working with listen to this this morning which was I'm sorry um but there's a song where he's talking about like taking a woman home right and then like three songs later there's a song like yo are you gonna like actually fall in love with me and it's like well wait hold what (laughs) like and it's just sort of that like weird disconnect but it's all in the aim of like what's a good what's a good thing to write a song about Mm. I think they do that well. Yeah. Um, I might I might add Rolling Stone gave this two out of five stars. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And then later they gave it three out of five stars. I, I'll have to follow those footnotes, but Yeah. Uh, three three out of five makes sense. Two out of five seems weird. No, that was before Weird Al came into Oops, the mix we can't and find made it a classic. Uh, I mean about Dan Aykroyd, but we'll get well, to that. Yeah. <laughs> Marty McFly. Uh, but yeah. That being said, uh, Patrick, what would be your thoughts on this album? Uh, God damn it, '80s pop music was good. This is this is very much we we have just this is 1983. We have just gotten over disco. We're finally moving forward, and Huey Lewis and his friends, the News, dropped this fucking gem of a record. Um. It's it it sounds like 1983. There's a lot of very 1980s synths, but also like great use of horns. Uh, the guitar tone is I, I can only describe it as that creamy, overdriven 80s guitar tone. It isn't quite full on Van Halen squealing like crazy overdriven, but like it's creamy. Uh, it 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 sounds like Huey Lewis in the news. I mean, it's. I, I don't know how to like like to to call it pop, I think misses the fact that like this was a band full of like killer musicians who could have you know who could have backed up anyone and some of them backed up you know Elvis Costello and his you know when they were in another band uh doing um uh, my name is true and you know his early tours like this is a band full of killer musicians making really, really cleverly written pop music. And I think Huey Lewis is an underappreciated vocalist. Like he had a very unique voice. It's got a little bit of like, like I feel like Huey blew it. Huey Lewis could sing blues. Really? Bluey, 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 Huey Lewis could, uh, Hold on. yes, he could sing some blues if he wanted to, but like he didn't, but he has like this, there's like this bluesy growl in there, but like also like really, really well controlled, well placed vocal melodies. Um, and uh, yeah, this was. Oh, I mean, it, it's it, it has aged very gracefully, I think, in 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 the way that you know albums don't always age. In that it's it was always kind of corny, so it's a, it, the fact that it's corny is still a, a cool thing about there's it. There's some there's a little bit of cheese here, but like it's it's a very fine cheese. Hugh, Hugh, Huey Lewis was never cool. <laughs> he was just you know I, he was just good he at is, what he did. Um, and I, well, I like, like like an aged cheddar. Yes. Yeah, everyone's like the sharpest um, of cheddars. So so I, I followed the, the the link, and uh, this is a great uh, uh, paragraph uh, from Rolling Stone uh magazine 
Uh, there, there, it's actually a rundown of several of you lose in the news's albums. It got the sports got the most uh, stars at three. The rest of them got two. Hard at play got one and a half. Uh, but I love this paragraph. It says, Huey Lewis found gargantuan mid-80s success by mis- masquerading as a rock and roller. <laughs> Due to the news bar band competence, the hits were letter-perfect versions of fundamental rock, but Lewis's uh, remarkably un-nuanced, unnuanced vocals and jockish sensibility were such that the songs missed a bar- spirit by miles. After a desultory debut, the Bay Area sextet, originally named American Express, uh, scored with working for a living and hope you love me like you say you do from uh, from stuff. And then like uh, the the next page is on uh, unavailable for viewing or something like that. Uh, I just love that There's, paragraph. <laughs> by the way, let's let's also like you said that. Let's Jockish just remember that Rolling Stone spoke favorably about many new metal records. Oh, well, just, I mean, just I just like that. using them as the as the 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 recorded review of the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's always great. But, but can the, can I ask a question? The sure. album the album was called Sports. Well, yeah, because that's a that's a segment in the news. Yes. <laughs> Was is that was that the whole reason like behind it? Yeah, because like I was I was hoping for one song about like baseball or something. Yes. <laughs> no, those are the worst songs. You never want a song about baseball unless it's Philly uh, Philly Fever, uh, or and, the softball you know. song at the end of that episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Wild Thing reminds me of baseball, but maybe that's just me. That is. Yeah. That's well, just, uh, it that's reminds you of a movie from, about That's just correlation. Not, and also you're causation. from Cleveland. Yeah. Um, the saddest baseball town of them all. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're they came so close, yet so far away. Says the man from eastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> hey, Philly won one just a couple of years ago. I understand they're a dumpster, right? they're a dumpster fire right now, but they did win a World Series a couple of years ago. When was the last Cleveland World Series win? Uh, next Look. on on baseball breakers. Yes, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, that being said, like speaking... I will talk to anybody about baseball at any time, but we need to talk about you. Fuck Atlanta forever. What's going? Uh, let's talk about you. Uh, let's talk about some key tracks. Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks to zero in on? Um, yeah, the harder rock and roll. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but it's still beaten. Um, there, there's, there, there aren't any other songs that would have been perfect for the opening slot. Uh, and that one fills, uh, it perfectly. Um, it, it flexes every muscle that the band has. Um, it, it, the sax solo is probably the most famous rock and roll saxophone solo in modern history. Um, and the organ and the, the harmonica is also really great. Um, and also like any song that runs down a list of city names, um, you know, that, that's pretty cool, you know. Jump on it. <laughs> uh, the the next song and my personal like the 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 song that that brung this album for me. Uh, I want a new drug. Um, what a uh, a catchy and like crazy melody that was so good that allegedly Ray Parker Jr. lifted it, <laughs> um, and uh, Weird Al took it and parodied it to probably his second or third greatest work. Um, in I want a new duck. Um, but, uh, there's something about the lead guitar tone 
like in between like at, at the end of every line it's 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 pretty great um and and it sounds like Huey Lewis uh, in the news is I want a new drug tone like I don't know how to do that but it's uh it, it's it's pretty great um but uh the, there's like one electric piano that's pounding out chords and like the this very mechanical drum ticking that just you know it 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 made a really really good uh, like sonic foundation for the second most famous sax solo in rock and roll music history. Um, and then I wanted to go to the B side. I wanted to go to the final track. Um, Honky Tonk Blues. Uh, check this out. We got ourselves a oh Hank Williams song. <laughs> uh, nothing says pop music like Hank Williams. It, it's fantastic. It, it it has pedal steel. It has a, a a bluesy piano parlor sounding. Uh, it's got twangy guitar licks. Uh, it's got contrasting non-twangy voice that goes with this twangy music. Uh, like there is there is no. It is a man from San Francisco singing this Hank Williams song, and it's pretty great. Um, the the little the juxtaposition is pretty great. Um, uh, you, you can imagine. I, like I, I am I would think that the song that they threw at the end of the album as like a kicker had to be the song that they had the most fun just jamming out to and doing around Robin with the guys in the band. It was, it sounded like a song that is way more fun to play than to listen to. And it's a pretty okay song to listen to. So, uh, I could go down like just about every song on this album, but, uh, I will let the other guys do some talking now. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, Drew. Uh, let's talk about some of the key tracks. What, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, let's let's go down some hits. Um, the heart of rock and roll. Like Brad said, there is there are songs when they are perfect to lead into an album. They are perfect to lead into an album. Um, it the song is catchy. It starts it off with like he said, just the sax pops in that song. Uh, more than anywhere in a lot of places and in a lot of bands that like center themselves around some sax. That sax popped out of that song. It's it's a song that's pure fun. Everyone sort of knows the song, even in Cleveland. Um, the the theme from Ghostbusters. Oh no, I'm sorry. Wait, no way. Um, I want a new drug. Um, the baseline and I want a new drug is just one of those iconic baselines to me that it just. It will always pop. It is so perfect and it is so iconic that it may have been stolen. Um, and if you can't think of what the bass line sounds like, just think a dun 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 dun, dun, dun Ghostbust. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty great. It's great <laughs> enough that I, I I I can't even hear it in. Uh, yeah. You usually I'm not one for like trying to litigate music and composition, but. Uh, he may have had something. Um, I mean, there, there's then, a difference between plagiarism and just kind of sounds like just kind of sounds like it's not plagiarism, but sometimes some sometimes it really is plagiarism. <laughs> so, so sometimes I don't, I don't gets... think this is a bittersweet symphony situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> God. that doesn't say anything bad about Ghostbusters. I just want to point that out. Um, or Ray Parker Jr. But also moving a great on. song. Yes. Um, but then if, if this is it, the, the song that like, 
I hear this song and like for some reason, like in the back of my head, there's those songs that like do something to your brain. And for some reason, I'm taken back to like Cedar Point, nice sunny summer's day, like just going on. It's one of those songs that is inoffensive, but catchy, still fun. You still have fun like listening to it, tapping your toes, singing along. Like that's sort of that song to me. There is there are songs that can do that and that will forever be played on every like we need a list of songs that will make old people not angry, but also like young people not angry. And there's it's gotta be catchy. What are we what are we gonna put on there? I think if this is it, like fits that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh that is for sure. Uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, I'll third on hard rock and roll just being fucking great. Uh, that is, that is, it sounds so good. It's everything about it is, is exactly the way music, good pop music should be. There's, there's a good beat. There's good vocals, uh, creamy guitars, good sense. I like sense especially 80s ones. I don't know why they were terrible, but they were also awesome. Uh, I want a new drug just because that's such an odd song. Like, who would have thought that guitar lick would be a massive hit? But it was. And um, it just, it works. The horns are really good on it. The horns are really good on all this record. And then, I don't think I'm going to talk about this. Walking on a Thin Line. Uh, this had like all the bass synths at the opening and the uh, reverbed out 80s drum tone, which I love, where like 80s drum kits, if they were recorded correctly, sounded like drum kits that were the size of a house. Like all the drums were gigantic. And uh, well, I hate playing kits like that. I love hearing them because they sound fun and I'm, I'm a sucker for it. Uh, it's got a really good vocally vocal melody and a really good chorus. It's just it's a good song. And uh uh, if this is it, I, I love that song. I like stupid throwback songs. Like, I just feel it, it, it's fun. The vocals are really great. It really, I think it really exemplifies why, why I think Huey Lewis is underappreciated as a vocalist. Uh, it's got great, great, great harmonies and backing vocals. And I was just having this thought, like how many bands now, regardless of genre, have that many talented vocalists in the same group who can do those harmonies because it ain't a lot especially not bands where everybody plays instruments too how, how many bands have one quality vocalist and most yeah. i'm 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 going to go out on the limb that that many bands have a competent if unremarkable vocalist in them at least one you don't have to be good at singing you just got to do jump splits off the Marshall stacks yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks but, david Yes. But like this is this is people when people complain that pop music is dead, they're they're not right, but they're also not wrong. Like they just want people who could fucking play and write. And this is this is when people could play and write music. Not that all eighties pop music was good, but there was some good ass shit in the eighties. The, the people can still play and write music nowadays. <laughs> I, some of them. A lot of them are Actually, garbage. But they can't write I want a new drug. It's already been done. And most, I'm, I'm saying in pop music, most songs are written by committee now. That is the, and, the and preferred the, method. And there was a new drug. Crystal meth didn't go over well. 
nor did the crystal method. <laughs> we should bring wow. up a crystal method. Wow, out. I haven't thought about the crystal method in years. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I, I might call an audible and just bring it. A... <laughs> ah, crystal method. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, uh, Bad is Bad. Just being a song about, you know, sometimes things suck. Sometimes, <laughs> it, sometimes something isn't just so bad it's good. Sometimes it sucks. And it's okay to just say it sucks. <laughs> uh, which I like that. Uh, Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. <laughs> let's bring it back around the horn. Talk about some conclusive thoughts. Uh, we need like a, we need like an around the horn like saxophone solo. <laughs> uh, or it could just be uh, what's his what's his face from from the ESPN show. Max, I wanted to say Max Kellerman, but I think he's the new one. I'm trying to remember who his stat boy was. Uh, but Drew, what would be what would be uh, your conclusion on this album? It it was a joke. Um, it, it, it bringing up sports was a joke, and I think I had originally made the joke in reference to the Futurama joke, and we just kept running with it. In I think it holds up better than Futurama gave it credit for. Um, it's it's an album that's fun. Will you? Will it change your life? Probably not. Will it make you happy about your life? Probably. It's all right. Like I said, it's it's popcorn, right? It's it's a popcorn album. It's something that is fun while it lasts, and you're gonna go back to it again eventually. That's about it. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I, I, I got it backwards. Max Coleman was the original uh, host of Around the Horn. It's actually Tony Reale, who's been the host since 2004. I do have a whiteboard behind me. I can write dumb stuff. You can, you can write dumb you know, Go Woody Page on us. Uh, <clears throat> let's move on. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusions on this album? Uh, I think I'm a little higher on this album than true. I really, really enjoyed this. Like, I'm not going to pretend like it's some all-time wonderful, great work of art. But this is a really good album. It's got good songs on it. You can sing along. It's enjoyable. It's, uh, it's, I'm not saying you hated it, but, you know, it's good. I like <laughs> this it. fucking record made me happy to be alive, and apparently I shit all over this record. <laughs> you didn't shit on it. I just feel like you were lukewarm on it. I thought he was digging around for a prop there for a second. He's just... uh, but I loved it. Uh, go listen to it. Seriously. Like this, this is just good, clean fun. Uh, I can't right. exactly just randomly call this like the fast and the furious of albums. Like it's, this is the Tokyo drift of Huey Lewis records. Um, uh, all right. Now no. we've heard. No. <laughs> you car people know what I'm talking about. No. Uh, I, I would heard. say I would say sports is more um, fast five. But, well, let's let the word. Uh. All right. Huey Lewis uh, in the news of sports is none of those things, Petey. <laughs> uh, now we've heard from uh, now we've heard from Kevin Blackenstone and Bomani Jones. Uh, let's bring it back to Woody Page. <laughs> Wait, All right. am I in this situation? I don't know. <laughs> Wherever you want to be. <laughs> well, I'll beat Israel Gutierrez because he's the one from Miami. <laughs> this album, Huey Lewis and the News of Sports, um, 
is is a pretty great album. It, it it's obvious. It obviously took a. It's sold like seven gazillion uh, copies, and I clicked the page, so I don't have actual facts. But every everybody's mom had this cassette tape in their like, you know, Dodge Dynasty. So like, this this is a song that their song, an album that that is going to be a part of people's lives, whether they want it to or not. Um, you just you know turn any radio on or walk into any grocery store, and you're going to hear some of these uh songs but it's uh it's easy to just you know be like ah, it's a shitty 80s album it, it's overplayed and you know under delivers but no these are really great songs and uh yeah they're a lot poppier than than what you would really think was would would take off um in the 80s but not poppy to the point where it's a you know a synthed out crazy you know it's 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 a weird straddling uh, album that I've always enjoyed, and it can really only be described as Huey Lewis in the news since sports. It's 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 okay time. If you have not heard this album, what the hell are you doing being this far into the podcast? <laughs> um, and if you think you haven't heard this album, you've probably heard half of it. <laughs> yes, yes, because uh, they were pretty much all singles. Like, yes. Um. Sorry. So many singles. Uh, I, I will say that I commend them. Hot singles. They because making an album, area. making a full album is hard. So then, like you think about like bands now, they make a full album and then there's like two singles. Huey Lewis and the News were like, "No, we got like four in this bitch. Like, let's roll." <laughs> so if you want to see Huey Lewis and the News, look at the schedule of your local casino to, to see if they're they're coming to town. Because uh, I, I my my my, my Google results have have given me uh, a bunch of if you want to see him at the well this was from years ago oh, I'm I'm bummed out <laughs> in oh, 2013 wait. I could have gone and seen him at the the Crystal Grand Music Theater at the Montgomery Wisconsin County Bells. Ohio yes <laughs> they're coming to nice. on July 21st so you know you have a chance to see this magic for yourself so do it. Get out there. Like, I don't want to go. Uh, I imagine <laughs> it must be a fun show. Heights, I want to go. You get to hang around with old white dudes and just <laughs> dance yeah. around in and your, old in white your jeans. women. Okay. Dance around in your, which is which is hey. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it would be a cool time. Hey, I, <laughs> be I a unique time. I've hung out with a bunch of old black people three times, seeing Earth, Wind, and Fire. I think I can hang out with some old white people too. Yeah. Like, it's all right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's cool. Like, I'm going to see old white people. It makes no difference. Yes. One day you will be an old white people. Yes. <laughs> if you aren't people. already. <laughs> yeah, that, that's arguable. I mean, I do really like Werther's and Boston. Show people. me that birth certificate. What am I, Barack? I don't what believe the you're the youngest person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> the maknae of this, uh, of this uh, podcast. Uh, all right, let's bring it back to let's bring it to the main event of the evening. Let's bring it back on topic and bring it to the main event of the evening, where we've shared all our thoughts. We bring it back to we bring it back to the haiku review. Sum it all up in uh, poetic form, uh, and then the winner uh, goes to the showdown. Um, uh, oh, not really. Uh, let's talk about some. Let's, let's, let's get some haikus. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? Time to hang it up. The joke, fun while it lasted. 
but it was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? I knew this was good, just didn't know how damn good. So much here to love. Yeah. Uh, my haiku, uh, maybe of its time, but still a pretty fun ride. And now the weather. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? Heart of the 80s, a very solid album by one of the best. And I did not have another syllable to actually quantify the best at what, but still, you'll never know. Best of. Just yes. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you'll never know. Uh, uh. Yes. Uh, that concludes our thoughts on Huey Lewis in the news on sports. You can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at HeyBeautyBearBird, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at 4 Record Breakers. That's the number 4 Record Breakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast.gmail.com. I missed a part. I missed a part where we talk about the next week. Album. I was, I was, I was you know, I was just sitting here. Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was worried. Uh, I was like, like I didn't like I was gonna be the one, and then I thought to myself, like, I was like, I was like and I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, we're showing jerseys, and I'm like, hey, I'm like RoboCop. Yeah. Well, you I'm just like, kept saying sports, so I just kept pointing to one jersey. Uh, all right. Next week we have an album that we're going to discuss uh, on the Spotify playlist that I talked about before I introduced everybody. Uh, presumably, actually, I know it is. Uh, it's going to be mm-hmm. Drew's record. Drew, what do you got for us next week? This is a band I found sort of serendipitously. Like, I can't even remember 100% like how I ended up finding this band, but I heard like two of their songs, ended up like really liking them, and found out that like their debut album had literally just come out, like their debut full-length album. So I was like, oh, I guess we're doing that then. That's how my life is going. Yeah. Um, they're banned from Provo, Utah. It's uh, the strike with their album Faint of Heart. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, you're all, Provo, you're, Utah. <laughs> spoiler alert. You'll all probably be hearing about them soon enough. Uh, <laughs> but let's talk. Let's, we'll discuss that next week. Uh, but that's next week. And this is this week. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that'll be next week and this is this week you can of course find it all over the internet find us all over the internet Patrick is at Swagger Brett is a hippie bird H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D Drew is the next user for examine PD Ray for Record Breakers that's the number for Record Breakers Record Breakers Podcast dot com Record Breakers Podcast at gmail dot com Rebelli.net for this and other shows Rebelli TV on YouTube and on Twitch uh all over the place. Uh, check us out. Subscribe, like, do the things. Calls to action. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Uh, so good. Yes. Toodles. And, and now, now we have. Now we take a, a hundred and seven, six, hundred and sixty-seven and a half hour break. Yes.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>